0: May God add his blessing to the reading of the scripture this morning and may the words from my mouth be just what we need to hear today. In a Peanuts cartoon, Peppermint Patty steps up to the store counter, looks up at the store clerk and says, yes ma'am, I need some school supplies, some pencils, some paper, a loose leaf binder and some answers i need a lot of answers don't we all need a lot of answers life is full of difficult questions there are so many things in life that we do not understand that we can't quite wrap our minds around today is trinity sunday the day we celebrate god in three persons as we talked about with the kids the father the son and the Holy Spirit. Most of us would agree that the whole concept of the Trinity is pretty confusing. Even Bible scholars and theologians, all those smart people, can't really explain it completely. Some compare it to masks that were worn by actors in the old Greek tragedies. One actor wearing a several masks, or maybe sometimes many masks, to play many different parts, but still just one actor. Others have used the example, and I've heard this one many times, the example of water. Water is a liquid, but you take it and you freeze it, and it becomes ice, it becomes solid. You heat it, and it becomes steam. But it's still, no matter what the form, It's still water, but it can have three very different forms. Others have compared it to roles and relationships. A woman can be a mother, a daughter, a wife, a niece, a cousin, etc. One woman, many roles. Those aren't perfect comparisons, but it's about as good as we can do with the minds that God has given us. St. Augustine became a Christian in 386 A.D. after reading the writings of Ambrose, who was a bishop. And then 10 years later, Augustine became a bishop himself, and he served at Hippo on the coast of northern Africa in an area that we today call Algeria. And one day Augustine was walking along the seashore, pondering how God could be one and yet be three, He stopped and he watched a child who was carrying a cup of water from the ocean and pouring it into a small hole in the sand that he had dug. And Augustine said to him, what what are you doing? And he said, I'm trying to pour the ocean into this hole. And Augustine laughed and said, that's impossible. But then he thought, it's no more impossible, I guess, than for us to put Almighty God into our small minds and to understand who God is and all there is to know about God. And it's true. And one of those things is the mystery of the Trinity. It's one of those things about life and faith that you and I will never understand completely in this life. We're like Alice in her first adventure in Wonderland. Remember how she chased the white rabbit down the rabbit hole, and then suddenly she found herself in this big, long hall that was low, and she, there were doors locked all up and down the hallway. There were these locked doors. And when she went one side up one side and back down the other, she came back and she tried every door along the way, and then she walked sadly down the middle wondering how she was ever going to get out of there. And then she saw a little three-legged glass table, and she walked up to this table and she saw a tiny golden key on that table and she thought it might belong to one of the doors in that hall but it didn't it didn't open any of the doors the second time around she saw a low curtain that she hadn't noticed before and behind that curtain was a little tiny door she tried the little golden key in it and it fit she opened the door And she found that it led into a little passage, not much bigger than a rat hole. So she knelt down and she looked through the hole into the loveliest garden that she had ever seen. She wished she could go down that dark hall and wander through those beds of flowers and those cool fountains that she saw up ahead. But she couldn't even get her head through the doorway. And she thought, even if my head would go through, my shoulders wouldn't. I wish I could close up like a telescope and just fit through there. And then she went back to the little table and she found a bottle with a big label on it that said, drink me. She tasted it. It tasted good. So she finished off the bottle. She wondered if it was working, and it was. Now she was only 10 inches tall the right size to fit through that little door so she could go into that beautiful garden. First, she waited a few minutes to see if she was gonna shrink anymore. She felt a little nervous about all of this. It might end, you know, she thought to herself, I might go out altogether like a candle. I wonder what I'd be like then. But after a while, when nothing more happened and she remained that size, she decided to go ahead and go into the garden. But poor Alice, when she got to the door, she realized she had forgotten the little golden key. And when she went back to the table to grab the key, she realized that now she was too small to reach it. She could see it through the glass. And she tried her best to climb up the three legs of the table, but they were too slippery. And she wore herself out, trying. And poor little Alice sat down, and she cried. We can sympathize with Alice, can't we? There are many secrets in life, things that I and you and I are just too short spiritually to reach the key for. Not only a mystery, like the Trinity, but other questions. Those questions were we ask and we hear asked of us many times. Questions like, why do good people have to suffer? Why is life sometimes so unfair? What is the purpose in the way we have to live? We age, and we get sick, and then we die. Why does it have to be that way? Why doesn't God make it all a little bit easier for all of us? There is so much that none of us can understand. Life really is full of difficult questions. There's a second thing to be said. The secret is not in understanding, knowing the answer to those questions, but the secret is in trusting. We can either spend our time making ourselves miserable about what doesn't make sense to us, or we can live joyful lives based on our trust in God. Jim and I had the privilege of seeing this in action this week. Our friend Jack, who I'll talk about a little bit more later, is in Indiana. He's in hospice. Doesn't have a lot of time left on this earth. And yet he has made that decision. He's decided that however many days are left, he is going to be joyous. He is going to contact as many people as he can and talk to them one more time at least he is going to live each day to the fullest as best he can. As I just said spending his time not making himself miserable but instead living with joy knowing that What is to come will be better and that he will be just fine in the end. There's an ancient Chinese proverb that says, the bird does not sing because he has an answer. He sings because he has a song. Jack has a song. And he's singing that song for us these days. If we'll just listen. We, not, we may not be able to understand the mysteries of life. We may not be able to understand the mystery of God in three persons. But we can enjoy the incredible beauty of God the creator. And may not be able to understand how the Bethlehem babe can be a part of the Godhead, as the song says. But we can read and learn from the life and from the teachings of that baby. Jesus of Nazareth. Nobody has ever lived closer to God than he did. I may not understand all that there is to understand about that comforter that Jesus said he would send, but there have been times, many times in my life, when that comforter, the Holy Spirit, has surrounded me with love. I don't have to understand God in three persons in order to understand and to experience what those three persons can mean in my life. The secret is not understanding, but it is just trusting God. Catherine Marshall, who is an author of many books, was told during a routine physical checkup in 1943 on March the 20th that she had tuberculosis. She was devastated. The doctors ordered her to bed rest 24 hours a day. And she did. She laid in bed, and there she waited. And waited. In her book, Beyond Ourselves, Catherine writes about 15 months later, she had gained 15 pounds. Otherwise, it didn't seem like anything had changed. The infection had not spread. The doctors had no answers and could only recommend more bed rest. That's all they knew in those days. When Catherine asked how long, the doctors said they had no idea. Looking back, she described this time as three weary, never-ending years. Over and over again, she asked the question, Why, oh why, do I have to lie here month after month? Why can't the doctors do something? It was during that time that Catherine learned many spiritual lessons. She became very aware that there were no shortcuts. God alone was in charge. She learned to deal with things in her life that needed to be corrected and that she needed to get right with God. She committed her life completely to God during this time. And the seeds of her ministry of writing A ministry that has touched thousands of people were planted during this time when she laid in bed, where she developed a strong faith for God. She developed a faith in God's ability to heal. And at first she was told that there was no progress. Then the x-rays began to show progress. And finally, miracle of miracles, she recovered completely. And she was able to reach out And encourage others by writing. Catherine Marshall's amazing story isn't about understanding. Because she never understood it. But it's about trust. So many things in life are too deep for us to understand. But we can still trust. Life is full of difficult questions. The secret is not knowing the answers or understanding. It's trusting God. And then one last thing to be said. One day, everything will be revealed. Do you believe that? I believe that. Paul wrote these words, and we studied these words when we had our Bible study downstairs in the fellowship hall on the book of Corinthians. And we talked long about this particular verse that says, now we see through a glass darkly, But then it will be face to face. We see things and we don't understand what's happening. It's it's not clear to us, but one day we believe it will be. We'll see some of the pieces of that puzzle put together. In order to save money, a college drama class just thought they would buy just a few copies of a script of a play that they wanted to do, and so they cut the the, the, three, the few that they bought, cut them up into separate parts, and then the director gave each player their individual part in order and then started to rehearse the play. But nothing went right. After an hour of miscues and wrong order, the cast just gave up, said, we can't do this. The director sat the actors all down and said to them, okay, sit quietly, And I'm going to read the whole play to you. So don't any of you say a word. He read the entire script out loud. And when he was finished, someone said, so that's what it was all about. And when they understood the whole story, they were able to fit their parts together and have a good rehearsal. C.S. Lewis once said that the most frequently spoken word in heaven will be oh. As in, oh, now I understand. Or, oh, now I see what God's plan was. Or, oh, that's why I went through that trial. We don't have that luxury now. We walk by faith, not by knowledge. But one day I believe it will be revealed to us. We will be in the presence of the Father and the Son and the Spirit. How can we be in the presence of all three at the same time? Beats me. But as Paul says in Second Timothy, I know whom I have believed, and I am persuaded that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. Can you and I accept that and live by it? There are some answers that are just too big for our little brains. I look around this room and there are many situations that I ask questions and I say, why? Because I just can't, I don't get it. But our greatest need is not to understand why, but to trust God and to know. My first response to Jack when he called me and told me that he was going to hospice was, and, and at that point he was despondent, which is understandable. Who wouldn't be? They just told you you didn't have, have a long time to live. I, the only thing I could think to say to him was, I don't know why this is happening, but I do know that we'll be here for you. And that God will be here for you and walk with you through it. So not to understand, but to trust. God is with us. God will be with us through it all until the day comes when these things will, will be revealed to us and we'll have a better understanding. But for now, let's just trust God. Amen.